This is the Ordained Educator Podcast, and I'm your host, Bridget Jackson. For almost three decades, I have lived and loved doing one of the greatest passions on earth, educating. I'm an ordained educator. If you're listening to this podcast, you are destined to do what you're doing too. You were ordained to impact others. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome back, ordained educators, for another episode in this six-week summer series. We're so excited to have you with us today. We're going to be talking more about self-awareness and do a deeper dive into emotional intelligence. This series is entitled leveling up conscious development. So we're going to deal a lot more today with the conscious mind. So what's in it for you? We want you to know that this episode was designed specifically with you in mind. Now, if you're an educator and you have other people that could use this, this definitely could help anyone, but it is very specific in some of the analogies that we will be giving as for educators, if you will. So you're in for a treat. Again, I've been saying this, this series is going to be life-changing if you allow it. I'm a testament of that. Using these simple things that we're going to be talking about over the next couple of weeks will literally change your life if you allow it. Is that what you're looking for? Are you content where you're at? Would you like to do more? And would you like to start off with getting more results by doing less? So we're going to get into that today. Stay tuned. Thank you to Exponential Edgeventure for sponsoring this week's episode. Calling all educators. Do you want to get noticed at work and be valued for what you do? Be the go-to person, the influencer in your area of expertise? Do you desire to have amazing connections with administration and be viewed as the glue that keeps the team together? And finally, do you feel there's a promotion waiting for you, but you need that last push to get noticed? During this podcast series, we are offering a free life coaching session designed exclusively for educators to help you make that happen. Act fast. Go to simplytomorrow.com and use the offer code podcast. All of this is about habit changing. In order to do that, you need to be aware that you can change your habit. You have to want to change your habit. If that is where you're at, you want to get through this crisis. You want to get to the next level. Then you have to be aware about there's four different types of competencies or stages, if you will. You can be in the unconsciously incompetent stage, consciously incompetent stage, consciously competent stage, or unconsciously competent. And we wanna get to that level where we're unconsciously competent, where we're so skilled, we don't even think about it anymore. Now, we're gonna talk a lot about magnocognitive, that's where you think about your thinking. You would be in the consciously competent area there. You know how to do something, but you have to concentrate on it. And so if you're thinking about your thinking, that's a great way. But we want to get to automaticity. We want to get to the point of it just coming natural. But it's not going to come natural unless you are in the area that you're thinking about it first. 
If you're in the unconsciously incompetent, meaning that you can do something well, but don't care, you're unaware, you're just, you know, not concerned, then, you know, we need to move towards being conscious. If you're consciously incompetent, that means you've learned to do something, but you find it difficult to do. Now, if you're like me, that's where I had to work and forge paths. If you are looking to change and want to be different, then this is what we're going to have to be cognizant about. So we'll dive more into that throughout the series. But again, I want to put that out there for you so you understand where this conversation is going. So let's recap. Back in the first episode of this series, I told you that it was going to be phenomenal. And right now, I want to just recap what we learned last week. And so if you were not a part of last week's podcast, I would admonish you to go back and to listen. It was very important. We talked about the secret sauce that successful people use. And I can tell you that piece of the puzzle is self-awareness. Self-awareness is one of the five components of emotional intelligence. Uh, In the educational world, we say EQ. Well, in the social and psychology world, they sometimes use EI. So either way, EQ, EI, having that piece in your toolbox is going to make the difference. And one of the key areas is self-awareness. We are very intelligent people. We go to school to learn, to increase, to increase our value that we add to the world. But a lot of schools do not teach about multiple intelligence. And so even though we go to school, we have to learn how to be successful holistically. And we can do that when, again, we understand our EQ as well as our IQ. That will help you even in your areas of frustration. I am a living testament of that. And so that's what we're going to talk about and drill down in today. If you have not listen to the episode prior to this one in this series, please go back and listen to it. But let me give you a recap. I gave an example of during a time when I was very depressed in my life and I actually did something that would have been unforgivable. Uh, And when I say unforgivable to myself and to my family, I would have taken my life. Well, why? because I was not aware of the value that I brought, my value proposition, my value to the world, my value to the future. I would have been taking my future away. I went from having low self-esteem to three degrees and thousands of people being impacted by my influence. Now, I don't say that whatsoever to brag because if you know me, you know I'm not a bragging type person. But I'm saying that to impress upon you the importance of who you are and who you impact. And the decisions that you make on a daily basis will make a change in that. So it's very important for us to be self-aware. Again, in episode one of this series, I shared with you that we are made of a body, a soul, and a spirit. We all know that, you know, in our physical body, there's some things that we have to do. Our soul realm controls or dictates five areas of our life. And I shared the story with you of the five of us on last episode. Those five components are our will, our intellect, our imagination, our memory, 
but most of all, our emotions. And so these five areas can wreak havoc or it can be enlightening for your journey. The choice, there's a choice there and the choice is yours. So which do you choose? So if we're very cognizant of it, then we're going to make sure that the decisions we make are absolutely wonderful and great. That leads us into why it's so important for us to understand EQ. Emotional intelligence is the ability to identify, to manage, and even influence, if you will, one's emotional realm. And as I said, your emotions are a part of your soul, but they're also connected to a will and to intellect and imagination and memory. And if you don't train those areas, what they will do will take you on a drive, on a road. And so my story that I shared for those that are listening again for the first time was basically I had all five of those components of my soul kind of take my vision, my dream on its own mission because your memory will bring up things that, oh, that happened and it starts you and it can go into your imagination and now you're imagining things that aren't really even there or you imagine the negative instead of the positive. Your intellect, you actually can go and grab into your brain different things that are really real to try to substantiate those feelings and those things. And then again, if you're willed, your will could lead you either way. And your emotions are most times the seat of some of this. So it's very important for us to understand how we're wired and how we are as people. I want you today to think about that because our emotional intelligence kind of helps understand our design of our soul. Our emotional intelligence, there's five elements, self-awareness, self-regulation, empathy, social skills, and motivation. Those five elements are very, very key. And what's important about it is understanding your thought process, mindset. Mindset is so very important. Reflection. Are you reflecting on some of those things? And so that's how we can take and do some really great things when we take our emotional intelligence to a whole nother level. Why is it important to you? Well, let me tell you why it's important to me. Because if I don't understand who I am and some of the reasons or rationales of why I do things, then I can't improve my future self. And that's very, very important. Come on, think about it. We all have times where we said, ooh, I should not have done that. Well, why did we do it? We did it because we weren't cognitive. Metacognition is so very important. That's where you think about your thinking. And that's where that self-awareness comes in. Also, you have the ability to be a greater version of you. But only you can help you with that. Now, you can get coaching, you can get mentoring, you can get advice, you can read, you can listen to podcasts, you can grow, you can YouTube it, and you can do my favorite thing, Google. I Google everything. But if you don't have the right mindset and are very reflective, then some of that stuff is not going to matter. So it's very important. And it's very important because we have triggers, And just like we can trigger into the positive, we can trigger into the negative. Emotional IQ is very important for our behaviors. 
Emotionally competent people are able to thrive more in personal and professional arenas. And that is not my opinion. I can give you data to back that. So for those people that are questioning right now or without a shadow of a doubt, successful people have an EQ just as high as their IQ. So very, very important. If you don't control those situations, they're going to control you. And I don't know about you, but I'm tired of life just carrying me along for the ride. I plan to get life by the hand and I'm going to take it on the journey that I want to take it on. Now, again, please don't take me wrong. For those of you that are Christians out there, I'm very, very much God-centric. I know that God is the ultimate supreme being of doing things, but at the same time, he has given us a soul with a will, emotions, intellect, imagination, and memory. And with that, we get to make some decisions in our lives. How does that make you feel? What are you thinking about right now? I just want to stop and check. We're going to do a check for understanding. What did that make you think about? And how can you add that to your life, your skill set, even right now? During COVID or any other crisis for that matter, this is very important for us to understand as educators and know. We are uniquely designed. We talked about it before. We have a limbic system. We have a brain that answers why and how. How does this relate to you as an educator? Why is this necessary for you as an educator? Well, during this time of COVID and any other crisis at this time, you need to very much have emotional intelligence. See, we have the wherewithal to be able to do the pedagogy. And pedagogy is very, very important. Very important. But a lot of times we start with pedagogical practices and that's what we work on sharpening. And if we don't work on those soft skills, if we don't work on the people skills, it is so very important. It's just as important rather as those other skills are. The hard skills. It's very important for us to understand that. Again, our limbic brain is the seat of our feelings, our motivations, our emotions. And so we have to make sure that we're training our whole physical self to be the best it can be for us. Today, we're going to talk about one component. We're going to talk about self-regulation. All right. I told you before, the five components, self-awareness, self-regulation, empathy, social skills, and motivation. Now, we focused on last time, we talked a lot about self-awareness. I'm going to drill down today and we're going to talk about self-regulation. Why is self-regulation important? Well, self-regulation is important because it's the managing part. It manages our internal state, our impulses, if you will, the resources that we have that come into our soul realm. Trustworthiness is there conscientiousness is there and we have to be conscious. We talked about that on the last episode over and over and over again. It's very important. Adaptability lies here. Now, why is that important? Well, 
we're getting ready to go into some unknown territory. We have so many things that we don't know what's going to happen in the fall. We have analysts that are predicting this and predicting that. We have people on both sides to open school, don't open school. We have parents saying, I'm not sending my children to school. It is so much. And I know you have to be feeling ambivalent. I know you have to be feeling a certain way. Let me help you understand what you can do immediately to help with that. And that's self-regulate. You got to learn to be adaptable or flexible. And then there's also comfort that comes with new approaches. We're going to have to use some new approaches. Nobody has ever been here before. So a new approach is needed, but you can do it. You can absolutely do it. One of the greatest things about educators is that we are very, very witty. We have great resolve. We go in and do some things that, again, I'm not discounting any other vocation or occupation, but educators are built strong. Educators are phenomenal. We work with clay and we build buildings. We build lives that last over and over and over and over and over. I've been doing this almost 30 years. I have students that come back to me still and say how I did this or I did that. So you keep that at the forefront. So as you self-regulate, I don't care what this person says or that person says. And what I'm talking about right now, I'm talking about executive offices, people that are in offices from the federal level to the state level to the local level, I want you to remember, no matter what other people do, we can't control those circumstances. We can't control or influence most of that. But what we can control is our internal, ourselves. We can come back and we can self-regulate. I want to think, I want you to think about ideas and approaches to new ways to be able to handle what's coming our way. Remember, after all, self-regulation means to manage your internal state. You have control of that and you can do it. Let's talk about more with less and talk about some practical tips. I want to share with you that you can do more with less. For those that listened to the previous podcast, you know we talked about that one degree, that flight that leaves New York and goes to San Francisco and pivots just one degree, one degree, and it takes it off course 43 miles. That's in a negative because if you needed to be in San Francisco, that was not a good thing. But we can take that same example. It is small compounding effects, small compounding tasks, small compounding strategies that you do that can get you some great results and resolve. The greatest compounding thing that I want you to do is to constantly be aware, have discussions and talks with yourself. Mindset, mindset. I want you to continue to have a full understanding and grasp of how you are thinking. Again, that word, metacognitive strategies. Thinking about your thinking. 
So when you think about your thinking, you become more aware. And the more aware you become, the more you can have those positive thoughts with yourself. So no matter what anybody says, you control your positive thoughts. Don't let anybody take those from you. Don't let anybody bring anything to you. I once had a mentor, and for some of you, you know that I am a licensed minister. And one of the things that, this was one of my my, uh, mentors in the ministry. And she told me, she says, I'm not a trash can and I'll never let people bring trash to me. And I have always kept that in my head. She's gone on now. I think about her all of the time. That has stuck with me. No one can bring garbage to me. No one can bring negativity to me. It's my choice to receive what I receive in. So I don't take negative thoughts. I don't care what people are saying. I don't care what people are predicting. Even in the midst of COVID, this is going to be a great time. This is going to be a great season. Now, it might be some crisis that happen. There might be some things that come up that I won't like, but I get the choice to decide what I'm going to do with that information. I get to choose how I'm going to manipulate or maneuver that crisis or that situation or that information or that whatever circumstance comes my way. I get that choice. I want you to set one goal. Yes, just one goal. We're going to do a one degree effect. Just one degree. I want you to think about something very simple that you can do from now until next week. And then we're going to keep on going and we're going to create it and take it into a habit. Now, if you know me, you know I love Stephen Covey and I love Seven Habits of Effective People. And so one of the things I want you to do is just be cognizant of the fact that we're just going to work on our thought process. Your thinking, as I quoted last episode, Henry Ford said, if you think you can or think you can't, you're right. So which one are you gonna be? Are you gonna be the, I think I can? Or are you gonna be the, I think I can't? So I want you to work on that thinking. Set one goal around that. And I wanna hear back from you. I'd love for you to email. I'd love for you to put some input in our online uh, discussions or hit me up on social media. Then I want you to get your accountability partner. It's very important for us to have a tribe, to have a village. Village is probably my favorite word. But when I became a principal, we actually did uh, tribes. And when we did learn about true colors and we did Myers-Briggs and we did the disc assessment to learn each other and all of that. And so when we did those kinds of things, we made sure that we had accountability partners to keep us on a straight and narrow. And then I want you to do something very simple. Smile. Just smile. Laugh. Laughter. Laughter. Did you know when you laugh that your body releases chemicals similar to some of the chemicals that people take to try to get high. Now, I've never gotten high and I am not advocating that. That was not the point that I was bringing up. The point I'm bringing up is that we are so uniquely designed that our bodies simulate what some people try to go out and get unnaturally. So use your body, laugh, 
Breathe. Love the you that you are and self-reflect. Just think and enjoy. Enjoy this time. Do not allow the media, the hysteria, what this person and that person says to get you in a quandary. We will get through this. One of the things about our world and especially the United States, we've been able to get through some troubling times. If you go back and look in history, even during the Spanish flu, people still came out of it thriving and flourishing. And a lot of them I have been studying for decades. And now to see that I'm actually walking some of the footprints that they were doing, it's amazing. Whatever you come out of after this crisis, it was your choice. So if you want to be a greater, better educator, if you're having feelings of doubt or feeling left out or you're overlooked or you're not needed, again, I offer myself to you. You are welcome to reach out. Information is in the show notes as well as all of the social media platforms that are out there to reach out. You can go to my website, BridgetBrownJackson.com and get more information because I am your partner in education. I am here for you and I want you to grow and to develop and to be that great person, that ordained educator that God has called you to be. You're not in this for happenstance. You didn't just select and to do. Educators have such a calling. We mold every other occupation. Just keep remembering that. Even in the midst of all of this madness and craziness, remember you are unique. You are marvelous. You are wonderful. You are needed. And most of all, you are essential. And tell them Bridget said so. All right, what's next? We're going to be going into our third part of the series on next week. And on next week, we want you to join us because we're going to dive deeper into this emotional intelligence. It's just as important as our cognitive intelligence. It's just as important because the great thing about this is when you learn about this, I'm telling you about it as it relates to your occupation, but you can use this in your relationships with family, with significant others. If you desire to be promoted, if you desire to level up in real life in positioning, then you're going to have to be more emotionally aware. And EQ is one of the greatest things to get you there. I'm your partner in education. I can help you with that. Please remember, coach me and I will learn. Challenge me and I will grow. Believe in me and I will win. I believe in you. You are a winner. Thank you for being a part of this village and thank you for being an ordained educator.